0: This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Good moment Good morning nerd bringing you another episode of the hop nerd podcast before we jump into this thing head over to the website and check out the hop nerd llc it's www.thehopnerd.com you can find the podcast you can find all kinds of free resources over there downloadable videos and guides and pdfs and all the kind of stuff that I know I was looking for way back when when I first started on this journey. You can find a good chunk of it over at the website and you can get a hold of me through email, through those handy-dandy contact boxes, my phone numbers over there. If you want to give me a call, shoot me a text, you can use that super cool link to uh, book an initial chat on my calendar. I would love to spend some time with you talking about how we can bring human and organizational performance to life within your organization. So much of my focus, so much of my time is spent, and my passion, my passion is around this idea of how we as organizations can operationalize human and organizational performance and make it sustainable. And so many of the organizations that I spend time with, HOP isn't even HOP at a certain point. It just becomes the way these companies do business. It's just a point in their maturity where we don't even need a name for it. We don't need a label for it. It just becomes the way that we do business holistically, it's, Expanding way beyond safety and kind of all that other stuff. It's, safety is usually the catalyst that brings it into our wow. work world, but it, it's just the beginning. Organizations, I, I know I, me, myself, when I first started down this path, I quickly realized how powerful this was just to our business overall. And that's my experience. I started within organizations working internal to them, bringing these ideas to life. So I know the struggles. I know the political landscapes that you deal with, the mindsets and on and on. I I know what you deal with. I know those hurdles. And I would love to help you work through that. Again, send me an email, thehopnerd at gmail.com. You can head over to the website. You can check out the kind of services I offer from Hop Education and training around fundamentals and learning teams and all those kind of things with coaching and mentoring and learning teams and learning explorations. I just have a passion and would love to share that passion with you and your organization. Today's episode is super fun. Let me, let me just say that. It's a blast. I had a lot of fun and I hope that that shines through in this podcast. I got to hang out with Terry Gregory. And some of you probably know, if not, most of you probably know about Terry at this point because he has a freaking awesome YouTube channel. Listen, wait a second. You can hear the rumble. Hear the rumble in the background. I'm not going to apologize because that is the sound of freedom. I live next door to Luke Air Force Base, so you're hearing the F-16s and the F-35s, and I'm a nerd for it. It's so cool. I can see them out of my window doing like loop-de-loops and chasing each other. It's, it's a blast. So sorry. Sorry while I just nerded out on airplanes there for a second. <laughs> But if you ever hear that rumble in the back of the back of the podcast, that's what it is. It is the sound of freedom. So back back to the point. Back to the point. I scrolled a little bit there on you. Um, but I hung out with Terry Gregory of Safety Spill. And you should go check out Spill, not Spill, Spill. You should go check out uh, that over on YouTube. He's got a great YouTube channel, just stuff that's fun and really well shot and just professional and cool. And it's it's just that kind of it's that thing where you know like good youtube channels that you watch that are not work related like the kind of elements that you look for like they're like you just kind of enjoy watching it terry's brought that to safety and and that's that's saying a lot <laughs> i think because most of the safety content that we've seen around especially around like the safety basics kind of stuff you know, it was that old school, like, put plop in the VHS tape, and you kind of get the wavy lines across the tube television, you know, and it kind of makes that crackle and staticky sound as it turns on. And, you know, th- it was that. And, and Terry's stuff is the opposite of that. So I won't continue to nerd out on it. You should just go check his stuff out. Uh, again, just go check out the YouTube. I'll link it in the show notes. It's easy to find. Again, safety spill. 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 Not spill. Spill. It, it doesn't translate well through my Appalachian twang, <laughs> I don't think. But it is... Spell safety s-p-i-e-l so go check it out on youtube and enjoy the podcast here we go well cool man we'll jump right in and i will just start by by saying this so for those folks that welcome let me say welcome to begin with and for those folks out there that might not know who you are who are you
1: my well my name is uh terry i have uh I guess I'm more, I'm more known for my YouTube channel, uh, Safety Spiel. and uh, I really thought about creating the channel as a resource to because you know, as health and safety professionals, we always get slew a s- different slew of different questions, and uh, I created the, po- the the podcast. I created a YouTube channel to help kind of answer a lot of questions that I normally get, but I also use, I also created it as a resource. For health and safety professionals because as as i'm sure you were well aware whenever we get into this field either voluntarily or if we get voluntold into the field uh sometimes we have no idea what we we're supposed to be doing i know that was right. my that was my biggest challenge but i was i i didn't <laughs> i had no interest in being a safety guy and then i became a safety guy i'm like okay what am i supposed to do with this now and i it, 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 i did have a good—I did have a few mentors that would help me out, but I didn't—I never—I um, never relied on them too much because I, I, you know, they—they they had their own jobs they had to deal with. I didn't want to keep calling them up every twenty minutes asking questions. So, I, for the most part, I was kind of like thrown to the wolves with a lot of things and just kind of learned on learned things on my own. So I wanted to use that as use the channel as a resource to to help uh, health and safety professionals um, and whether they're just getting into the field or if they've been into the field for quite some time. I've been working in uh, health and safety for almost 20 years. And I did a video, I just published a video the other week. And I I said that I was like, Oh my God, it's been 20 years. Like you don't realize how fast the time goes. (laughs) Like, Holy crap. Like I'm getting old. Like my beard is starting to show some gray. (laughs) Now it's just like, goodness gracious. But, um, yeah, just to help out health safety professionals getting into the field, uh, regardless of what stage in their life there is. And I am actually starting to put together a couple um, mentorship programs for those that are just getting into the field, um, just to, so they have someone that they can rely on. Uh, ask whatever questions you want to ask. No stupid questions, or or at, or I'll answer any any question. There's no such thing as a stupid question, and you know, that kind of thing. Even though there maybe are some stupid questions, but (laughs) getting into the field, you know, I don't want anyone being scared to ask ask the question because you never know how 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 important that one question that you're not going to ask really is. So, yeah. Yeah. um, But yeah, that's just that's that's me.
0: No, that's, that's awesome, man. And that's, that's how I kind of found out about you. It was YouTube stuff, you know? And so I, I'll be honest with you. Like I saw, like, I don't know if it was like a a, a, a video thumbnail or something that made its way onto LinkedIn. Cause I kind of live on LinkedIn more than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second, like that looks kind of cool. Like a safety, something that, that looks cool because we gotta, we got to be honest, right? That for a long time, a lot of safety stuff has been kind of beige, right? It's just that beige. Yeah, if you wanted to summarize it as a color, it says beige, right? <laughs> and so the, or the way that I've, I always kind of think about it, a lot of safety stuff in the past has been like, when you close your eyes and you imagine like that office environment, like the not great one, that's like the gray walls and then like the gray dividers and like the gray desk and like the gray chair. And then like, there's like a fluorescent light kind of in the background, just like, And just like when you close your eyes and you think about what a lot of safety, I'll just say media stuff has looked like in the past, it, it would be kind of that, right? It would be yep. that. It doesn't really, it doesn't garner excitement and and kind of that And because of that, it doesn't really bring a lot of folks to it. And so it's mm-hmm. really stood out to me because it drew me to it just initially by like, well, that looks different in a good way. And then I clicked on it and watched some of your videos and I was like, wait, this is like really good. And it's entertaining. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's modern. It's not like that kind of, like that beige, right? It's not that beige. So yeah. I was really the encouraged.
1: 1980s videos that keep getting regurgitated down yeah. the road.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like you know you can tell where somebody's ripped it to like DVD, and, and then they've ripped the DVD to their computer. You know, yeah. for VHS DVD to computer because you can see like the little waves kind of go through it. Yep. And, you know, <laughs> the, the tape has stretched. Well, and, th- and that was <laughs> another
1: reason why I wanted to do it too, is because all the safety stuff you find online is just so bland and boring. And if you do get, if someone does show this to you. at at work during a safety meeting you're like uh how much longer is this going to be i don't want to be watching this anymore so (laughs) i just wanted to take a a more casual approach to you know relaying different health and safety messages yeah more of a a talk to you vibe than just like the talk at you vibe that you sometimes feel like you're getting during safety meetings in the morning or just toolbox talks just when you're talking about safety in general yeah um because that that always that always pissed me off when the, yeah. when people would like treat me like a child like look no i understand what you're saying just and it's just i, I feel like one one issue I, I think i i feel like i may be digressing a, a little bit but i feel like one issue that that plagues the the profession are a bunch of these safety cops right and that was a again another reason why i wanted to try and do the video the youtube channel one of my very first videos was a video talking about how to build trust with the craft and it was like 10 10 different things you know one of the things was you know try to learn people's names because i had this one health and safety professional that i worked at at a previous project he called everybody hand
0: like hey how
1: you doing hey hand hey hand hey hand, what about cleaning up this area i'm like dude his name is brian this is your area like how do i know your guy's name it's just ridiculous this is just like another resource to help try and minimize the whole safety cop mentality.
0: Yeah. that I feel like, know. I feel
1: like if they were spoken to the way that they speak to some people, then they would have been punched in the mouth. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. And so that's what exactly you're, yeah, that's, that's such a powerful thing. And we talk about that a bunch uh, around just relationship building in general and kind of setting title and all that crap aside, because it's not really super important. Mm-hmm. You know, just getting to know folks, that's such a powerful way to just learn to, 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 as you said, kind of build trust, kind of just build that relationship. It just makes things easier. Just greases gears. It, all yes, time. absolutely. It's, it's a powerful thing. And I agree with you. I think I like to think that we're evolving in a better direction just from what I've seen, that we don't see the safety cop as much as what we used to. Right. It might have been the normal expectation but it's it's really interesting to see that um I, I guess we're we're talking about it more where we're like that's not good and so there's very mm-hmm. few like no it is like i don't hear many people like arguing now but you still see it kind of exist out there in the world i'll say in the real world outside of kind of the stuff that we're you know doing here yeah you still find them right you, you still
1: find them yeah it, it, one of them finds <laughs> their way to rear its ugly head and Mm-hmm. you have to smack it back down like put back down <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah uh, i mean it's
0: it, it's it's wildly different back to that point i think it's wildly different than what you typically see around um safety media in general and especially to your point around resource like that's huge for me that's huge because i'm in a similar position to what you were saying um i'm i'm i've got gray hair and I, I, I get it shaved off on the side because it's mostly on the side still. So you don't see it nearly as much. And I'll uh, I'll tint the beard a little bit to get the get the grays out of it every now and again. <laughs> so I, I, I know what you mean about that starting position. I think a lot of people can relate to that as you kind of find your way into the profession. There's not been a lot of resources available in a format that um, I'm venturing to guess that we're, we're pretty close in age. So I would say that's in a format that's digestible for our kind of generation, right? Mm-hmm. I want YouTube stuff. I want podcast stuff. I want quick stuff. I want some long format stuff. The, I don't want you to hand me like a, a printed spiral bound something to say read all this. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't need that nearly as much because all that already exists. As much as I need, like the something that was going to draw me in, has those resources in a spot where I can find them. Because that stuff just didn't exist then, right? Like you said, you you, have to, you had to really rely on mentors and friends. And some of us, you know, um, I was lucky enough to have some good mentors. A lot of folks I know never found mentors. You know, they're just, just not something that happened. Yep. So it was kind of luck of the draw. And so for folks out there to now have that kind of resource and to see those kind of resources and podcasts and books and kind of all that kind of safety media stuff kind of growing, I think is an amazing thing. It's amazing to see that happening now
1: it's 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 something that we we need and and I, I think that some of the issue back in the day and this may not be be true this is just my thought is that people thought that you're like well I'm not gonna I don't want to help you out I don't want to give you all my secrets because if I gave you all my secrets now, now I'm gonna be hard up trying to find a job right. nobody wants to share that knowledge to help other people because their job scared of being able to find uh find a job for themselves but it's just there's enough work out there for all of us to have a piece of the pie but we got to help each other yeah. health and safety the, the the profession itself gets such a bad rap but it's uh you know welding inspectors uh, electricians they all have their own certain criteria their own regular requirements regulations whatever that they have to got to follow and they don't really, there's not, really, I mean, you, you hear gripes and moans about that from time to time, but for the most part, it's like, okay, I've got to do this. There's no way around it, you know, boom, let's just do it. Let's get, just get it done. But health and safety, you know, we've got the whole OSHA book and companies and, and even companies that do uh, try to make a safe work environment, the people within that field or within that company, like the ones actually going to work, there's still a struggle of getting something like this implemented. Yeah. And everyone, everyone, well, I can't say everyone. There's still employers out there that try to cut as many corners as they can. Um, one thing is like they, they try to minimize training. We, we want to hire people. We want to get them out to the field, get them to work and start, you know, making production. Well, okay. You can save money at the front end, but if you don't give them adequate training, if you don't do what you're supposed to do at the front end, yeah, you're saving money at the front end, but you're going to be spending the money at the back end also when you got to investigate incidences or near misses or whatever the case is as a direct result of not providing them proper training or whatever the case is for each situation, each scenario.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And that's exactly. Yeah. And so for me, I find myself in that you know conversation a lot of times too, because I, I, I see that in organizations where, because it's kind of gone. It, it, it's been a process, right? What I mean by that is organizations went down this path of like no training, then a lot of training, and then they found themselves going, well, that's too much training. Now they're like pulling back on training. And you, I, I agree with you. I've seen that when organizations are like, well, let's just make training as efficient as possible and bring it just down to where it's just the bare minimum. I'm going to, I'm going to give you like 47 things in five minutes. And that might work for something. I don't know. It might work for some things, but what I've seen at least is this this growing idea of like, well, let's focus on quality of training, right? Like let's, let's focus on right. growing competency. And that's a really valuable state to try to, Start from an idea of rendering people more competent, right? R- rendering them mm-hmm. competent for what you're asking them to go out and do, and you don't get that by trying to make it just just fast, right? Just fast, just in and out as fast as possible. And to your point, you, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you that you pay for everything somewhere, right? If if you if you're going to start the line, sliding yep. those sliders around. Right. Every time you move this one, something else is going to kind of go up or down. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. That, right. So that's that. I think that's that balance equation. Right. And there's there's a there's a lot to be said, a lot to dig into. we could going a lot there. We went down the, the whole training, <laughs> the whole training rabbit hole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I'm sure we could spend some time on that. I don't know if we have enough time to, to dive into it. <laughs>
0: Well, so what, what, and so I, I see this and I, I see these videos and I see, you know, um, just, just, I'll just say your creativity. So what, what inspires you to kind of do that? Right. And so I, I kind of get it like the profession and trying to fill that gap a little bit, but, to to, to, to go forward with it and do it so well, you got to have some good inspiration to do that. Right. So what, 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 what is it? What, what drives you there? Cause it's, it's not, it's. It's not low bar stuff. Like this is like your your videos are like professionally produced looking videos. Like they they look amazing. Oh, thank you. The content's <laughs> amazing. You got you've got good on-screen personality. Like it's it's cool stuff. So for I guess let me let me take it in this direction. For safety pros out there, because I know a lot of companies, and just to preface this a little bit, we always wear like all the hats, right? A lot of times, mm, yeah. Safety professionals. Yeah. I've seen, I've, I've got a lot of friends right now working in the profession that are like, I'm like a videographer now on top of this. And I'm doing like me, like they're doing what we're doing here right now, but in their organization, um, any tips that you could give folks out there, not in the technical side of things, but maybe how to think about approaching maybe that, because again, folks are, are wanting to do this stuff kind of internal to their worlds.
1: Well, I don't know. I guess like the only, thing that I, only tip that I can think of is just uh, put out content that you would like to watch, something stuff, stuff that you would find enjoyable, stuff that you would actually sit down and... Because uh, that's one thing that I learned uh, doing the YouTube channel. And I didn't realize how much there was to do uh, or how much there was to think about when doing a YouTube channel. So it's like if it, if you're not putting anything out that you would want to sit down and watch, uh you can't expect anyone else to sit down and watch it so i mean that's just huge that i guess like that's my i don't know that that's my inspiration that's what gets me to to want to do put forth good content and i have a specific look that i'm trying to go for i haven't reached that point yet but uh i just i just want to put out humorous safety messages that people will watch and kind of get a chuckle out from time to time. So yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you said that it was entertaining, that it was funny. So, cause I will be editing the last video I did, which one was it? Uh, the unsafe conditions versus unsafe acts. Like what's the difference. Mm-hmm. And I was editing the video and I was cracking myself up just watching myself do it. And my, my fiance, she's like, it's not that funny. <laughs> like well it's funny to me <laughs> but um, well, no i i think so nah, that's she was what
0: joking. not 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 to not to just like continue like beating up how awesome your youtube channel is <laughs> for some folks out there if you get tired of hearing me say this it just is you got to go look at it that's that's the thing if you go look at it you'll, you'll get where i'm coming from um but i mean that's what comes through to me is i just get this kind of beyond like the quality kind of stuff I, I you know because it's to your point, like it's well produced. It's, it's easy to watch. You know, you watch some of that stuff where it's just like the quality is so bad that the content's great, but the quality is so bad. You can't watch it. All that kind of sort of stuff. <laughs> but what really shines through is just the fact that you, you're real, you know, to that point in the humor, kind of just being a real person. Just, you, you just seem to really be yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of on that, kind of on the channel. And I, I think that's just a really powerful message for folks in general, in our profession and beyond our profession, any profession really to kind of take away from some of this conversation is there's a big power in just being yourself. Like, yeah. not, not, not the front, like, cause you know, we go to work and a lot of times we kind of do like the, put like adjust the collar, like, okay.
1: Oh my God.
0: Mode, executive mode or director <laughs> mode. And how off-putting is that, right? I mean, you think yes. about that. The the only thing that that comes across as is like this person is fake.
1: <laughs> and yes, I, I was getting ready to say that. Like, <laughs> you've got to be real because if you're not real, especially the guys that are out and the and the ladies that are out there in the craft, they're actually working in the field doing the jobs. Mm-hmm. They they'll pick up bullshit in the fast. I'm sorry, yep. can we cuss? Oh, seen, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you can you can say whatever you want to, man. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> my, uh, my audience is used to it. Trust me. They, if there's not profanity in this podcast, people tend to be like, "Oh, wow, I'm not listening to this episode." There. Is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's fill the gap and then say "fuck yeah." But yeah. Uh, no, yeah. The, the the guys in the the ladies and the gentlemen in the craft and field. If you come up with them with any sort of bullshit, they will smell it in a second and call you out on it. Like right. the videos, like the way that I am in my videos, we hang out in the, in the city or at a job site. I'm the same exact way yeah. from, from the way I am in my videos.
0: And that's, that's the thing uh, to that point, again, is that you can be a lot of things. Like I, I know people like personally that I tend to believe are insane, like they're crazy people but they're, 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 they're true to their nature. They're, they're, they're themselves because we all get think about that situation. Like, yeah, you know, John Bob's like insane person. Oh, I love him. And you say that because John Bob just embraces who John Bob yeah. is. And that's so powerful, I think in just overall approach, because we started talking a lot about relationship building and kind of how that greases the gears and kind of how that makes just your life easier. And then more importantly, you get some great relationships out of it because I like to, if I've got to work for a living, I, I'm really fond of being friends with the people I have to work with. That's just a good thing for me as a human, <laughs> just yes. overall. But you never get there right unless you have that, 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 that true to yourself kind of nature. And people just generally, whether that's craft all the way up to the C suite with executives, you know, to be yourself. And people mm-hmm. tend more often than not, you're going to always find one, right? I would call that the shithead clause. There's
1: always that one.
0: <laughs> There's always a shithead somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> but they're rare and they're few and far between actually, right? You start to discover that mm-hmm. the shitheads are kind of rare. And so there will be the one or two, but the vast majority of people will just appreciate the realness of it. which is like that, 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 That's as pure as you get, right? Is just being yourself.
1: Yeah, saying so, that was, a, 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 again, not to dive back into it, but I guess and the reason why I wanted to do the channel is because you see these these channels. And uh, before I stumbled on your podcast, I found some other health and safety podcasts mm-hmm. and they're just like uptight and kind of professional. I'm like, yeah. fuck that. This is the I, this is what I would want to just This is something down to earth, just uh, more of a, a candid conversation with the other person. I hate all that
0: right. Yeah. Well
1: uptight, but, bland, just if ugh.
0: and you know, I mean, if 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 that's who you are, that's fine. But I feel like the vast majority of people, I think again, that's almost a mask that we put on at work, right? And mm-hmm. we feel like the stuffier it is, the more professional it will be received or perceived, right? We look at that and be like, well, it's super stuffy, super buttoned down, super beige. That means it's gotta be super serious and professional.
1: I've gotten a couple of comments on, on videos or not on the videos, yeah. but sent to me on Instagram of people. They just did, they like, oh, I, I could take you more seriously. If you take off your hat, and I'm <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like my hat, like, why is my hat to do it with, <laughs> it's you, nothing, with yeah. the message that I'm trying to give you? Well, like, if you nice don't stuff. like me having a hat on, then just go somewhere else. Cause this is right. how I am.
0: I, I mean, I think that it's this, this idea of having to alter who you are to be seen as professional in and of itself makes you not a professional. Does that make any Mm. sense? I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, but that seems like one of the most unprofessional dishonest things that I could do uh, just for me, just, you know, comparing that against kind of my personal ethics, you know, personal ethics and morals is just that if I'm going to kind of shape shift to make myself into something that I'm not just, so you might like me more or see me in a greater light then. That sounds a lot like a me problem, that that very unprofessional <laughs> kind mm. of thing at that point. <laughs> to your point, yeah. I wear the hat a lot too. And like, are there situations like if, I, if I'm if i going to go hang out with some executives, am I going to throw my hat on? Probably not. No. You know, but uh, am I still going to walk in there and rock it and just be myself? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to walk in there and drop kick them in the face with an F-bomb. Probably not. But I'm going <laughs> to be just as raw and real as I always am. And just that's it. That's that's just it, right? And again, there's there's that's a superpower. People don't realize that's a superpower you have, that you can just be yourself. You can just do that. Like you can literally just do that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you may not be, you may not drop the 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 f bombs, but you'll sure be dropping them in your in in your head.
0: <laughs> well, I, that's that's something that, that, that I think about. about. <laughs> We're talking about this kind of difference, you know. But what I found is that uh, when you spend time with those folks you quickly realize that uh, they're just as normal as everyone else in the organization. Most of them, some of them are clinically mm-hmm. insane. Um, but the vast majority, I guess that ties back into our shithead clause comment, but the, the, <laughs> the vast majority of them, you get them to just loosen up for a second and they're fine. They're just a normal person too. You can ha- you, yep. And then you they'll start dropping the F-bomb for you. You don't have to worry about it, man. You can just, <laughs> just have a, a good old time.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I, I I get that 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, um, I always like to kind of wrap up with this this kind of question. And I don't know how we found ourselves here, but at some point I just kind of said this. And I said, any final words, any last words? And it sounds like you're on your way to like see the executioner or something. You know, what, what's your last words? But it just kind of <laughs> stuck and that's kind of what we what we ask around here. What I mean by that is um this idea of any pro tips, any thoughts, any ideas, anything that you've really been thinking about a lot lately that you would like to pass on to other safety practitioners out there, other organizational leaders. You know, here on the podcast, we get folks from all walks of life, all professions, kind of all industries. Some of them are hot practitioners, safety practitioners. They're leaders and directors and maintenance managers and all kinds of folks that that, that tune in and hang out with us. So any any pro tips or words of wisdom that you would like to pass on to those folks as we start to
1: start to wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, I guess to kind of go back to one of our previous conversations, just uh, when you're interacting with, with people, uh, especially with those in the craft, those in the field that you're supposed to be out there supporting, just mm-hmm. treat each other the same way that, treat them the same way that you would want to be treated. Talk to them the same way. Follow back and make sure you follow back up with them if they've got a concern, you know, because you would want to have people. If you raise a concern with, with someone, you would expect them to follow back with them, follow back up with you. Yeah. Follow up. that You get what there I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, just treat each other the way that you would want to be treated. And it sounds like it, it it's it's something that really shouldn't be said. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when we were growing up, that was like the golden rule. It's the you know, golden rule, man. Yeah. Uh, What was it? Like Treat each other like you're treat everyone like you're there, your neighbor or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was along those lines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: I I feel like if more people did that and start looking at people as people rather than just a human resource that is there to do a job. I I feel like we may not even need to have a job as health and safety because it would be done for us. And I would be I would be thrilled to be out of a profession and have to find something else to do right if it right, yeah. came to the point where there was no longer a need to have a health and safety professional because employers already had that mindset like okay these are my people uh, they've got to do a job but we're going to make sure they they're as safe as, as possible while they're out there doing it yeah um i mean that's 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 my last word it's just i, I feel like if we did that it would minimize even more the safety cop and it would help bring health and safe, the health and safety field in a more desirable light and have more people um, more likely to embrace health and safety in their programs.
0: Sure. And I, I love it. Love it. That golden rule thing, man, I think that's something that within our within our work worlds, we have to re-anchor in because I think we've we've lost sight of that. And I think I was thinking about this as we were talking about the kind of creating content, even the way that, you know, stuff that we like is going to be stuff that other folks like because We're people, right? And we've operated in our work world for a really long time under this idea that things are just different when you come to work, right? That, well, no, the stuff that works outside of work won't work at work. That's ass backwards (laughs) from from exactly the direction we need to go in, right? Like Mm -hmm. the stuff that works on Instagram and YouTube and the ways that we communicate as people external to work work just as well in work, right? They work outside of work for a reason, same thing with the views around people, right? We don't come to work and then all of a sudden, like we become super distrusting of all of our folks and we go, you know, that just doesn't work. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you hundred percent. I think those are powerful words to share of embracing the golden rule and leaning into this more empathetic position and just powerful. Yeah. Cool, man. So how can people find the YouTube channel? What's it called?
1: Safety spiel. Just go to YouTube search for it and safety spiel and it should pop up. My um, ugly mug is on my ugly mug is on the banner. Like, there you go. So. And I'll, I'll, I'll link
0: it. I'll link that everywhere where we post stuff so people can find that super easy. And then uh, you're on LinkedIn, right? You're on LinkedIn and Instagram. I am on LinkedIn. Social media places people yep. can find you and follow you and do all that kind of sort of stuff.
1: I am easily accessible.
0: There you go, man. Thank you for coming on.
1: Hey, happy to have you. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Took me a second to get it out.
0: (laughs) It was fun, right? Like, right? right. Wasn't that a blast? I mean, it was just fun to get to know Terry. I come across his YouTube channel a while back and was just like, this is like a real deal YouTube channel. This isn't like a safety YouTube channel. It's like a real content creators, YouTube channel. And it just, that's really what, what shined through for me. And so if you haven't checked it out, you definitely should make sure you go follow along with Terry on Instagram. He's got uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, I don't know if he's got a website. Terry, if you have a website, make sure you drop it down in the comments wherever I posted this stuff, because I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember saying you had a site, but hopefully you do. And if you don't, you should definitely get one. Um, but the YouTube channel is amazing. Thanks. Huge shout out to Terry. Thank you for coming on. It was a blast. we got to do this again soon. Make sure you head over to my website, www.thehopner.com. I'd love to help you bring human and organization performance to life in your organization. And if not, there's still a ton of resources over there. So, again, a lot of stuff that we just give away absolutely for free. You don't have to sign up for crap. You don't have to do all that kind of wild stuff. There's no paywall or anything like that. Just trying to share resources I know would have been valuable to me when I started down this path way back when trying to bring these concepts to life. So if you need help with learning teams, fundamentals, coaching, mentoring, if you need a trusted advisor around human and organizational performance, anywhere that you find yourself on that journey, I would be honored. I would be absolutely honored to help you. Again, thehopnerd.com or send me an email, thehopnerd at gmail.com. Until next time, it is goodman signing off wait thank you guys thank you to everyone that's tuning into the podcast following following along on linkedin if you're not following on linkedin make sure you that I share a bunch of like wacky wonky fun and sometimes useful stuff so make sure you go follow along there and make sure you're following the Hop Nerd LLC page over on LinkedIn as well it, it helps an absolute ton so pretty please, and thank you to everyone again for following along your support means the absolute world to me if you've read the books if you like the books love them, hate them, whatever if you could please leave me a review over on Amazon that helps an absolute ton as well and, and if you know of anybody that my service would be valuable to you, please get them into contact with me again. It helps me an absolute ton of quite literally helps keep the lights on around here for the podcast and everything else as well. All these free resources that we bring to you. So your support means the absolute world to me. I do not take it for granted ever. Not even for a second. This community of safety practitioners, human organizational performance folks and practitioners and thinkers and thought leaders. It just blows my mind. I'm so grateful to this community of practice and and just continue to be amazed by the awesome work that people are doing out there to make the world just a little bit better place to work every single day. That's all I've got. Until next time, Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, signing off. (gasps) Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)